Welcome to the Dare to Adventure podcast. I'm Rachel Gilmore, founder of Earth and Soul Adventures and Freedom Coach. I have a passion for living life to the fullest and teaching others how to do the same. The purpose for this podcast is to inspire you to have the courage to step outside of your comfort zone and go on an adventure. I believe that everyone deserves to live life to the fullest and experience the profound transformations that travel offers. In this podcast, I will be interviewing amazing and phenomenal human beings who have went on adventures and explored the earth, and we will be sharing our journeys with you. So sit back, relax, and get inspired to take that adventure and discover the truth of who you are. Welcome back to another podcast, Dare to Adventure. Today, I have Ekta and Misty with Transformative Travel, and we are going to talk a little bit about how travel has transformed their lives in hopes that you can find yourself in their story and you will be brave enough to take the adventure on a travel adventure to transform your own life. And so I'm going to um, let them just kind of introduce themselves, tell a little bit about themselves and, and about their business, and then we'll jump into the meat of the fun stuff. So I don't know which one of you wants to go first, but tell us a little bit about you and your business. Uh, my name is uh, Misty Dillon, and I, um, we started Transformative Travel about a year back, but I've been in the adventure travel business for about close to 20 years, first working for one of India's leading whitewater rafting uh, companies and then having um, a company myself for about 15 years which a tour operating company so um, yeah yes and when I met Misty um, he he owned his own outdoor adventure company in the Himalayas and I um, was born in the United States in a suburban lifestyle a very typical I would say suburban lifestyle and um, when I met Misty he really exposed me to a part of India that I had never known before uh, in the mountains. And it was really completely life-changing for me. I did end up uh, moving there and living. We lived outside of a tiger reserve for uh, five years and lived without electricity for a long part of that. And synced, you know, got in sync with the sun, um, connected to the people in the villages that were there that lived uh, largely self-sustained lifestyles, um, made a mud house, <laughs> which I knew nothing about, um, you know, got to live in a ecosystem that, you know, is host to tiger as well as uh, 50 other mammals and almost 600 species of birds annually. So it really, it was truly life-changing for me. Um, and that's really was my inspiration because my life changed so much uh, the more that I traveled and the more that I experienced other, you know, ways of living. Wow. Wow. That's pretty <laughs> powerful. <laughs> That's so awesome. Yes. And where are you right now? We are in Ellicott City, Maryland. It's okay. uh, <laughs> totally unexpected. Um, yes, we are back in Maryland uh, for a variety of reasons. And it's actually been really exciting because now um, moving from being an operator in India to now 
being more than not, you know, a travel agent, travel agent plus, you know, it's yes. something so much more uh, transformative travel is travel. It's like a vehicle of transformation. Our vehicle of transformation is travel. So I think it, it encompasses so much more. And, and as a result, because we're on the other side of the world, we're able to stitch together some of the most amazing operators that we connected with over the last 20 years and to share their world with other people here and in hopes to have them have the types of experiences that I had that really were life-changing. Um, and yeah, so it's, it's been a, an incredible journey. And now that we're here, it's almost like the picture just got bigger. So. Absolutely. And so you are also a part of the Transformation Travel Council. And one of the things that the Transformation Travel Council is, is, is trying to um, educate people, if you will, on is how travel transcends a lot of these issues, um, the divisions within ourselves, among uh, people around us, culturally, social, economically, religiously, um, politically, all of these things. They're trying to bring this awareness of how transformative travel could be. So in your experience traveling, um, how can you share with me where your perspective has shifted as a result of traveling, maybe from the way that you grew up, you had a certain belief system traveling the world, it just kind of totally shifted that. Absolutely. Um, I can say for myself, uh, so many things have shifted as a result of travel. Um, I think you can just, you dissolve so many assumptions and old conditionings and old patterns because first of all, you're in a new environment and it makes you more open to experiencing new things than you are in your old patterns um, when you're in the same place. And since I've been, um, since I traveled to India, there's so many things. I, I often tell the story about water conservation. I actually was the director of education for a very reputable um, watershed nonprofit here in Washington, D.C. before I moved to India. So I knew all about water conservation and I could teach about it. But when I went there and I literally had one bucket of water to bathe in every day, it really gave me a whole new level of appreciation for conservation in a, a totally new and unique way. And my background was also always in education. And then I went into these remote villages where I saw that though they were now promoting education for the children, it was almost breaking up this really beautiful lifestyle that they had previously, where they farmed with their families and they were very connected to the earth and to the land. Um, and now people were going to schools, not really receiving that great of an education. They were disconnecting from farming and sustainable practices and then leaving um, these beautiful remote areas to go into bigger cities and really work, you know kind of, you know, very, <laughs> I don't know, in slum-like conditions oftentimes, um, really chasing the values of, 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 of materialism that sometimes come with our education system because it's sort of what we're going for. And so it was, it was really, for me, kind of like mind-blowing because I'd always had this particular idea about education is the most important thing and that's what we need to do. I mean, I, that, that was my profession. Um, and then I went and found that there's a whole nother kind of education from just really being at one with the earth and being with your family and um, being connected to one another in a community and not thinking from this like I perspective, but from this unity perspective. So 
all of these assumptions and ideas that you have from your limited perspective from your world expand tremendously when you meet people who are living a totally different lifestyle, have totally different life experiences from you. Um, and yeah, it's just, it really widens your entire view. Um, it did for me. And so that's what I love to share with other people and give them the opportunity to have those experiences as well. Mm -hmm. So being in DC, <laughs> in the US, yes, all of the politics and the things that are going on there, you know, how important do you think that it is that people get out and travel to, to really kind of open their mind in some of these issues that we're facing? I think it's, a, it's an investment in yourself. I almost look at it as a model because breaking these assumptions, uh, it's a day-to-day, -day, we ask, these, ask ourselves these questions every day as we're going about our day-to-day -day lives. Uh, and putting yourself uh, bravely into these situations and trusting, uh, uh, of course, through professional people who've been doing it for, for, for uh, you, their connections. Um, and I've found a lot of a lot of times we've we, a lot of the expeditions we do are literally on the border of Bhutan and India, a border of in Nepal and in Nepal and India for years. I, I ran expeditions on literally on the river that demarcates the borders of India and Nepal and there was no there was no India and Nepal there was oneness uh, you know the village headman on our side his daughter was married three four miles into Nepal you know you know they had nieces and nephews across uh, and they all spoke the same language and you know it, it was just you could see they've been just living like that for and, and, and governments haven't been able to change them uh, so. Yeah, and, 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 and absolutely. And I think, you know, um, speaking to what's happening in DC, there's so many stereotypes and prejudices that are bubbling up in our country right now. And a lot of that has to do with lack of knowledge. And when you say ignorance, it's not stupidity, but it's literally maybe no exposure other than what's being fed to us through media and through other channels that actually have an agenda behind them outside of us becoming one shared humanity, right? They have a different agenda. Um, and so, you know, traveling, if we were, we're building a, a wall between us and Mexico, maybe it's time to actually go spend some time in Mexico with actual people and have an experience where you're connecting to real people and not these stereotypical ideas that are being fed to us about a whole group, a whole race, a whole ethnicity. Um, same thing I would say would go with, you know, we went to a great talk about Islamophobia mm -hmm. and um, how accepted it has become in the country over the last few years. And so this was out of uh, Loyola University. So they're actually now going to travel and take a group of uh, these Catholic students to, I think, Dubai and to some other locations where they can connect to people from a Muslim country and actually see that you know you're you're not getting that painted face of a terrorist or whatever else is going along with that that sort of stereotype and that prejudice so it's giving people an opportunity to have their own personal real experiences and to come up with their own opinions instead of being fed something from the outside so that's what i think travel does it gives you that raw experience for yourself so you can make an informed intelligent decision 
and not have to worry about fake news or real news. It's your own, it's your own life experience that guides your own wisdom. Right. And so, so for me, one of the things I've been on this journey of personal development and healing for many, many years now, and I was always on this path where I was trying to move from fear to love, right? We hear that a lot. And so a lot of my childhood and in marriage, I was, I was fear, you know, fear. And, and a lot of that's conditioning and programming. And so, you know, I'm in this intentional space of choosing love and then I go and travel And I have the opportunity to connect with, I'm going to use Muslims, so I'm going to use Muslims. And Mm -hmm. I'll never forget, I'll never forget the moment that I I woke up, like the moment that the blinders came off my eyes. I'm on a boat in Indonesia, and I just had the most beautiful experience uh, snorkeling and and diving with this, this beautiful soul who was like showing me these sea turtles and just kind and gentle and really empathetic because I was scared to jump off the boat, all these different things. And we're coming back to the islands and uh, it's a Muslim island. And so they have the mosque music playing. And I turned to him and I said, are you Muslim? And looking back now, I'm like, ignorance, right? It's just ignorance, but it was uneducated on my part because I grew up very sheltered in a very small town. Um, You know, anyways, so, and he said, yes. And I just, it just dissipated. It just fell away. The whole story I had in my head of this Muslim being, like, it just disappeared. And I remember hearing a quote that goes something along the lines of, um, you know, travel eradicates, um, um, what am I trying to say? Um, discrimination, you know, against yeah. other people. And it, that was, that was my reality. Like I just experienced it. So that's had such a profound effect on me. And then I realized like, I can love this human. And by having this awareness now, I can embody like this love. So I'm really not just intentionally trying to love, but now I can embody love because I've had this experience that took away that ignorance that I had just because I was sheltered from those experiences. So, you know, that's one little small example of how traveling and going and being around other cultures and other people really opened my mind up to um, the reality of this situation and how valuable it is to, to actually have that awareness to embody love instead of being in fear. Cause we know fear creates more fear, right? Mm-hmm. So love creates more love. So here I am back in the United States and there's fear all around me. And my job is not to judge, but just to help people see the soul of the person and not their belief system, because maybe their belief system isn't their own. Maybe it's a conditioning or a programming. So Travel really, that was huge for me. And anyways, I just wanted to share that story because I think that went along with what you were just saying. Absolutely. Um, so if somebody is like scared to travel, they're just maybe scared to travel alone or they're, they're scared to go to a new place, uh, what would you say to them? I think there's many ways you can travel. It doesn't have, you don't have to put yourself into a complete <laughs> uh, I mean, you don't have to be in this warrior state where you have to conquer every fear in in one trip, right? You might join a fixed departure date with other people that are like-minded that you could travel with. If you do feel, I actually love traveling alone, but I can understand where some of the fears uh, come in. 
uh, that, I, I mean, I think for us, that's one of the reasons we like to do what we do because we like to provide the container for that transformation to happen in a safe space and in a safe way. I mean, so for you know, our example, we have what we call the, our travel tribe hosts um, because really they're all part of our tribe. They're like our big extended family. So if you're going there, it's like our family is going to pick you up from the airport and tell you where the best places to go are and to, you know, take you around and give you more of a local experience. You can have some of those authentic exchanges uh, with people along the way. Um, Cause you know, and it depends where you're traveling as well. We operate a lot in India and India can be overwhelming, uh, especially if you're traveling by yourself for the first time. And we understand that and we want to personally, like we like to provide support in that experience from having the host there with you, um, having, you know, obviously all the logistics are handled so you don't have to worry about that aspect of it. Now, some people love the spontaneity of being able to travel on their own and, you know, experiencing all of those different things. And there's a mindset for that. There's an openness that you have to travel with, a flexibility, plan for the unplanned, allow the flow to move through you. Because pretty much, I mean, every great travel trip I've ever had has had some, you know, you have a vision of how you think it's going to go, but something totally different happens. And it's really having that faith that all's in divine order and it's happening exactly as it's meant to even if it feels disappointing <laughs> at times, there's like little jewels that are being left along the way for you. If you have that openness and, and really the vision and the eyes to see that. So that's part of, I think what we try to um, prepare people with before they travel. Uh, and then we try to personally, we like to give support depending on the level that people are comfortable with during their travels. And then obviously afterwards it's, uh, an opportunity to reflect because even sometimes, even if it's a gem, it doesn't feel like it until later you can think back and go, ah, actually that was a great opportunity for me to rise above this fear that I have. And I did, and I feel pretty amazing about it. I mean, I, it's funny. One of my most transformative experiences was staying in this school, <laughs> um, this beautiful school, but very, very simple, very, very basic. And it was like a plank board with like a half an inch mattress on top and I remember laying there and there was like a prayer thing going on all night and the dogs street dogs were barking and <laughs> I could hear a mouse rustling around and I was like okay all right I can do this you know I can do this and so it's weird it's like you know with how they say um challenges build character it really felt like that like in the morning I kind of felt like I was a little stronger than I was the day before that I could move through discomfort um and and when you move through discomfort there's this awareness that develops as a result and it's kind of like because you almost tap into that observer within yourself that part of you that doesn't get affected you know, there's the part, the <laughs> the emotional part that might be getting affected, but then there's this part of you that can rise above it. And so, I mean, yeah, I'm not sure if I answered your question, but um, <laughs> I think, I think that, you know, the fears are natural and there, there may, I think having an open mind and being willing to go with the flow and accept and have faith that all that is happening is in, is, is the best for your growth at that time. 
Right. And so then do you find that when you come back from an experience like that, and now you find yourself in an experience that's uncomfortable, like you've already been in, in a really uncomfortable experience and you, you basically got yourself to a position where you are comfortable in an uncomfortable experience. And now it's easier to do it here. Yes. Because I noticed for me, like a couple of months ago, um, well, I guess it was last month, the air conditioning went on in my car and we had some like 90 degree days. Yes. And, um, and as somebody said something to me and I just said, um, I'm just going to pretend like I'm in Indonesia, you know, yeah. because like here you are in Indonesia yeah. and you got like your 35 pound backpack on your back. Right. And you're walking around, it's like 90 degrees, you're dripping wet, you're waiting in line on boats and you're like waiting, right. You wait for everything. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and you're so hot and there's people everywhere and people trying to sell you stuff and stuff. And so you just, you just, you're happy because you're in Indonesia. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna, I got comfortable there. I can do the same thing here. So it helped like change the way that I handle uncomfortable situations here. So did you find that same experience through that situation? Yes, absolutely. I, it's funny when you're saying, I, I almost think back, this is not a travel thing, but it almost reminds me of birth because you kind of, for me, I'm like, well, I gave birth. I can breathe through anything, you know? <laughs> there's nothing I can't breathe through. It's all it's fine. But um, absolutely. I actually, I love your example of that being able to be uncomfortable and, and same thing with heat um, has happened for me because I lived without electricity for such a long period of time or when the lights go out, it's no big deal to me. I also find that there's like a, this different sense of creativity about making things happen without everything being perfectly in place. India is very good at that. It's called Jugard and it's like, it's like a spontaneous um, solution. When, like, how would you describe it, Jugard? It is a spontaneous solution. It's like you know, you don't have what you don't have the proper thing, but you just find things around you and make to it just work. Make do. To make do and make make it work. And, and often it works is, better than the original. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so there is this sort of like uh, I don't know this way of thinking that I received while I was traveling just by being in that culture that I have been able to bring back with me. So now I kind of feel like this abundant resourceful goddess. Like I don't need to have bought the perfect thing. I can find whatever's in my environment to make it work. And that's sort of this mentality that I, I think I've found particularly on these expeditions in these remote places where you don't have access to other things. And I was like, oh, okay, that's all right. We're going to find this, you know, grass and we'll make it into rope and then we'll tie it around this, you know, and it's just didn't, it didn't matter. You figured it out. And so definitely. Wow. That's super cool. And then what it does too, I think, is it allows us to like stay in this peaceful state, you know, this, well, if we want to go back to love and this loving state, instead of diving into fear and frustration and anger, because we know there's enough of that in this world and it kind of gives us a place to hang on to love or joy or whatever, because we know we're resourceful and we know we can figure it out and we can be happy no matter what happens. Like you said about having babies, we can, we can do it. And I, I just think that that was, there's been so many of those aha moments for me from traveling that I'm like, oh, I can stay happy. I'm not going to get upset over that. You know, whereas prior to traveling without those experiences, I would have gotten there eventually. Right. But I feel like for me, so I travel with my clients. I feel like I can take a client on a 10 day adventure and, and get six months worth of coaching or done in six in, in 10 days, you know, yeah. cause it just catapults you into a whole new way of being at such a rapid pace. 
So did you find that to be uh, true for you as well? Absolutely. I found that to be true with our guests um, because we, because we used to be on the other side, we did host everybody on the other side and I, we would see it happening while we were with them. I had one guest and she just had this, she, I don't know what it, you know, and I can't even say what it was that changed everything for her, but the, her journey in India with us at the time made her change her entire career. When she came back, she decided she wanted to host retreats in beautiful spaces um, after coming and spending time with us. And it really kind of ignited and inspired this whole sense of purpose within her um, that was incredible and amazing to witness. Yeah, it's just, you know, that's what I mean. I think because traveling takes you outside of your environment, it allows you to break through conditioning so much faster than you would in your regular day-to-day. -day. Um, you're more open. I mean, how often do you go, when you're traveling, you meet people. You meet strangers all of the time. And when you're in your regular city or your town where you live, how often are you engaging in strangers? Very rarely, because you're kind of in this narrow conditioned mindset and then when you're out into a new environment you're just kind of the sponge absorbing this new space and it gives you an opportunity to grow and evolve so much more deeply and I think the reflection opportunities are just so profound when you're traveling because there's so many things to um, to think about that you don't normally think about so many ideas that you've had that no longer fit with the experience you just had. Like you said, right? You all this, the story you had about a Muslim person in your head no longer fit when you had this raw, real and embodied, like you said, experience. I think that's the, the key is it becomes your own embodied experience. So yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry, Misty, I'm talking, I'm talking up a storm. You got anything to say? <laughs> I agree. I mean, it's, um, um, yeah. We're good. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so if you had like one thing that you wanted to just scream from the rooftops to all the world about transformative travel, transformational travel, traveling, what would it be? Mm, that's such a good question. Um, wow. Gift it to yourself, you know, gift it to yourself. It's, it's and it, like Misty said, an investment in yourself, in your opportunity for your own evolution and your own growth and an opportunity for us as humanity to grow and evolve and connect and unite. And it's what we need right now in the world. It's what we need on a very deep level. It's, it's not about just a superficial trip somewhere. It's really an opportunity for you to expand yourself and your being. Um, and even if it's a small travel, even if it's not across the world, but it's going to a new park that you haven't been to, or um, you know, a, a new just location, give yourself the opportunity to expand and grow. And yeah. Get uncomfortable. And, and grow and see how incredible you are. You can be uncomfortable and you can still manage to rise above it and you can bring your best forward and you will find new layers and levels of strength within yourself and wisdom. And you'll have that embodied wisdom, that embodied experience that a book just will not give you or a video will not give you that real life experience and the vibration of a new space 
is really healing. If it's an outdoor space, we know that that's going to mingle with your cells, the sounds of a new ecosystem and a new environment. We just got back from the beach. I could be on the beach all day just listening to the ocean and letting that marinate my, my space and energy. So, I mean, just, I would say for travel, gift yourself embodied experiences. Yeah. Love that. So how can the listeners get in touch with you? Where can they find you and how can they get in touch with you? Uh, you can find us. Well, you can check out our website. We are www.transformativetravel.ltd. Um, and our email is explore at transformativetravel.ltd. Um, yeah, and we, we, we'd love to connect to other people that are interested in having these types of journeys and that are really uh, ready to expand themselves and expand their world and to play their part in really expanding the consciousness of our globe and humanity. And you're primarily going to India, correct? That correct? Um, India, Nepal, and Bhutan. Okay. Yes, are, are three main. And then we also, <laughs> we also are open. You know, we've we recently had someone who wanted us to put together a retreat in Egypt, and Jamaica, and we said, well, okay, that's a completely new thing for us. But it, we're we're journeying with people, so we're in it with you. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna talk more because I'm, I've got a trip to Bali this oh, October, yeah. but um, I really want to branch out and go to some other places around the world. Um, and I am not a travel agent. I'm a, I'm a business life freedom coach. So yeah. my area okay. is not finding the travel. It's taking people on the travel and helping them, you know, guide them through the transformative process while we're traveling together. So oh, it's beautiful. Um, yeah. We need to connect offline. So Join our tribe. I can see you. In fact, I can see you have a little thing that says tribe in the back. I love it. (laughs) Well, you guys are wonderful. Thank you so much for being on and sharing your wisdom and sharing your stories. And I know that this information is so valuable to the listeners because so many people are seeking. And I just think that this is the rawest, realest, most vulnerable, most beautiful way to go on a transformational journey and i want people to know that um that others have gone before and done it and that we're here to support them when they do it so thank you both so much Uh, thank you thank you you. and what what brilliant questions you asked i could probably dive into them much 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 more so thank you so much we'll have to do this again some other time (laughs) sounds great thank you you guys are awesome have an amazing night Thank you so much. And we'll thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to the podcast Dare to Adventure. If you enjoyed, please consider sharing on social media. For more information about upcoming travel trips, you can visit us online at earthandsouladventures.com. Please go out and live an adventure. You are so worthy of it. And until next time, have an amazing journey.